So I'm a digital marketing consultant. So I do website SEO and training. And obviously over, co over the lockdown, we've been doing like a weekly uh, power hours. So each week we pick a topic uh, that we think is gonna help some business owners. And obviously this week's looking at Trello. Um, so I've created like a short presentation just to show you the basics of Trello. Then maybe I could talk one of you through actually setting up for the first time and maybe you can share your screen. We can go step by step of the, the beginning stages. So Trello is like a productivity tool. The main goal is really to save you time and to give you a, a single place to keep all of your information. So if you're writing content, if you're collecting images, if you're planning something, it's a nice kind of hub to keep everything clean and tidy. Um, you can also use it for personal. So I create one board for business and another board for personal. So for planning holidays, shopping, etc. So you just, you have to have a play with it and make it work for you. Um, let's just scroll across. So there's three kind of sections to this. The first is just basic setup, why you would use it, how to get started. Then we'll look at um, kind of the core elements of Trello and how to stay productive and some hints and tips to, to save you time in the long run. And then for any of you that want to take a step further, there's some advanced automation. Um, I'm going to focus more on the middle, stay productive, and then maybe touch on the advanced. And anyone who does want to look into it further can obviously get back to me. Um, but yeah, the main five reasons why people use Trello is for task management. It started off similar to Asana and Jira and all of those other kind of agile technologies. It was a way to manage tasks and projects. Um, but now it's quite a commercial, like um, an open solution. You can use it for anything, not just like a development task. Uh, you can also capture information. So if you wanted to store images, links, or connect it with a drive, you can uh, store everything in one place. And one of the biggest strengths is being able to collaborate, so to share tasks. So if you work with a team or if you work with a client, you can easily share your work and your kind of to-do list, your projects with them. Uh, the fourth part is obviously reminders. So making sure you can build a calendar and you can create a deadline to, um, for that calendar. So you know when and when, when you have to do things for. And finally, the other main thing is, is cross-platform. So it's on, on my iPad, my phone and my computer. And as soon as you save it, it will sync across all your devices. So wherever you are, if you're for a walk or at home or in the office, it can all sync up. Um, I, actually spoke I think to Serene has a question. Oh, sorry. Um, let me just, yes, yeah, Serene, if you'd like to ask. Um, what happens when you're offline? If you're offline, it'll sync, it'll stay on your device. And then when you go online, it will sync across your devices. Can you work offline? You can work offline. Yeah. So you can add okay. things into it as if it was like a normal notes, uh, like okay. a wonder list. And Fine. Because sometimes when I'm in India in a rural location, no internet. Yeah, no, it can be works without any Wi-Fi, without any data at all. Um, Thank you. Yeah, no worries. In the past, I was using, I don't know if any of you used Evernote or Wonderlist. And Evernote. They, they, okay. They're good solutions, but this is kind of a, a level up. So it's really, if you're running an event or if you're running a campaign, this is how you can keep everything in one place and do a lot more than, say, Evernote. So it's important also to think about when you might not want to use it as well. Uh, obviously, I would never put a password or let's like, say private client information in there, not their address, their, their personal details. Even though it, you can keep it private and it is password encrypted, 
it's still not as secure as taking it offline and holding that data somewhere else. Also, uh, there's some people, some people are old fashioned, they really love to stick with their notebooks. Um, in that case, we have something called the Action Day Planner. And if, say, for example, if you're a writer or a creative, it just might, it might not work with your workflow. And also other people, sometimes you're a bit adverse to technology. So it's really just working out if you, if you are, do like technology, if you are based on the computer, to really make it work for you and just make it fit around your normal routine. So three steps to get started, really nice and easy. Go to Trello.com. You can then sign up with your email, Google, or your Microsoft account. Um, it's actually just uh, formed part of Atlassian. They're the people who own Jira. Um, so you can use a Microsoft account that syncs with Atlassian. Uh, but it does take about five seconds to sign up just on the Trello website. Uh, one second. And if you don't want to have the desktop app, which I'll show you in a minute, you can also use a web version as well. Uh, but on mobile, you'd have to have the app. And so there's four key elements. So I'll go through it, maybe go through this quite slowly because if you learn these four elements, then you basically learn the whole software. Uh, when you first log on, you've got your main kind of dashboard. So here you can see the big search at the top and you've got all your boards. So for me, I've got the demo one, personal resources. I've got quite a few different ones I've created over the years, but predominantly I would only ever work on this uh, consultancy one. So you can pick a board, you can star it, and then it'll always stay at the top. So wherever you are, you can always get to your main, your main workflow. And throughout the app, there's a search bar. When you're in the cards and in the list, you can always search for a particular topic. Um, so that's the home. Then the board itself is for a particular project. And um, so you pick the board you're working on and it will look like this. Obviously you can change the design, change the, the look and feel of it. But the board is um, like the whiteboard, that is the, for the entire project. Inside that board, you'd have different lists. Each list can be about a different function of the business or a lot of people like to do uh, a four step approach, which is um, to organize, to do, in progress and completed. And I'll come back to that later. But the list is really the, um, it's for a particular topic or a particular action. Can move this out of the way. Um, and everything's drag and drop as well. So if you want to move something around, you don't have to um, type anything in. It's just drag and drop, click on the header and pull it across. So inside the list, everything is done in cards. Um, so you can see here, each card would look like this on the left-hand side. In that, you'll have your description, your attachments, your activity, and then all of the features on the right-hand side will cover is how you would navigate that card. Sorry, can, I, can I just ask Theo, those five cards down the right-hand side, are they preset or can you add your own cards? Um, something we'll get to. So do you mean from members to attachment or from move down to share? Members to attachment. So though, oh, sorry, what, uh, let me move that across, excuse me. So those are fixed, uh, but then you've got this power-ups. Um, so power-ups is where you would get extra features. So um, we'll go through each of these in detail and then show you how to add on new ones, but these will stay static. Um, okay, and you can thanks. I'll just go kind of backward, backwards again, just to reiterate it. 
So the card would be um, for a particular task. And that task would sit inside a list, which is for a particular project or a particular part, um, like a function within a project. And that would sit within the board. So if you get those three things, then you basically understand how Trello works. So from the board, go into the list and then go into the card. Um, and then, so now we're going to look at the, what a card actually involves. Just going to check the chat. Ah, thank you. Uh, now looking at pricing. Uh, the, so there's three main, I've never actually had to pay for it. No one I know has had to pay for it in the past. So you've got the free version, uh, which for most small businesses, startups would be perfectly fine. The only reason you'd ever have to pay for it is if you're working with a large team of more than 10 people or you wanted to have a lot of attachments or a lot of power-ups. Power-ups we'll discuss later. But for a new user and for a small business, I think free is perfectly fine. But you can see here, if you do pay for it, you get extra automation, calendar views, map views, etc. that you wouldn't get with a free plan. So we've got here the um, top five reasons for using it. So this is uh, myself, Jeannie, and a few others have kind of gone through what kind of makes Trello special and why we would use it on a daily basis. Um, you can quickly make a note or reminder for an action later. So if I'm, if I'm planning an event or planning a, um, a training session, you just quickly type in what you've got and you can add to it. You can always update that card with more and more information. Uh, you can store links, media, and files. So it works across uh, Dropbox, Box, Google Drive, your computer, and other um, shared folders. And that just means that you're able to um, re recall everything from one place rather than having to sync across all of your devices. Uh, the next one, obviously, is to create to-do lists for projects or, again, for personal items, if it's a family trip or holiday, something like that. And then uh, you can actually create a process list called a Kanban, which is something we'll discuss. And that basically, again, shows you how to go from the planning stage to the progress stage to completion. So that's more for a, a longer term project. And then finally, as we said about sharing the lists, so really think about uh, why you would use it, how it's going to save you time and how, like what the benefit for you would be out of these would be to actually use the software. So again, there's two ways of, of using the lists. Either you can go left to right, as I said. Um, so I drop everything into sort first. Once I've sorted it and tidied it up, I'll then move it from left to right down the Kanban. You start off with um, projects that you're thinking about, maybe you're planning in the to-do section. Once you've actually planned it and you're ready to start, it's in progress. And then once it's gone, once you completed it, you put it into completed. And then you can always go back and see what you've done. The other option, um, again, more for personal, more for quick items, is just uh, top down, um, whether it's um, holiday plans, shopping lists, or kind of resources, you can have a list, a vertical list of resources. Has anyone got any questions just before I move on? No? Okay, thank you. Um, a lot of people, when they're starting out, before you kind of get the hang of it, you might not know the best way to organize or uh, which cards to use, etc. So they've got templates pre-built. So on, when you go to home, you've got a template section. 
inside that you would select your kind of interest, your industry, and then it would give you like a kind of a customized um, board you can start working with already. And you can kind of edit that and make that work for you. Normally after about a month of using it, you'll just create them yourselves, which is a nice starting point to, to get you off the ground. Theo, what would you recommend a therapist would go with to begin with? Uh, what would be the use case? Um, would you want it to store um, ideas for new new sessions or what, what was your main reason for using it be? I think for me, sort of managing and planning social media content would be a big part of it and workshop design, that side of it for me. Okay, so the workshop design, I would use the Kanban model. So, when, so you do kind of planning the event, uh, executing the event and then completed. But if you're doing social media content, I keep it uh, top down. So you might have just a list of uh, social media ideas that you want to push out. And then once they're all done, you can just archive them. Uh, mm -hmm. Sorry, Claudette, I didn't quite catch that. Sorry. Oh, sorry. If I want to make a file, for example, I've got a client that put his initials, and every week I want to write to write down his, uh, you know, this, the notes from the session. Mm -hmm. How do I do that? Um, I'll show you in a, in a minute. I can actually, I can just jump in there now. One second. So here's the demo one that I made earlier for today. Uh, so if you were going to create, um, say a file, you go to add a card. And then inside there you have your description, which you write kind of the summary of what you're talking about. Then yeah. the activity, so every week you could, um, for example, put the day one, put what's happened, uh, what, what's come out of that session. Once that's done, you can attach files, whether it's um, a survey they've completed or an image you've taken. Uh, you can share it with a member. So if you want to actually let them see it as well, you can share it with them. Uh, you can mark an emoji, just to add a bit of color. And then you can obviously add another, you can attach another card to it. So if you had a, a general, um, say bereavement training course, you could attach that to the specific client card as well. Okay. And, and we'll when I... hmm? Sorry. So Sorry, then what... if I want to find the file, I just put the initials, like I created a file with initials like AB, I just type AB and the file will come out. Uh, for that you would attach, so we'll go into that as well, but you click on attachment and then you would find the file on your computer or your drive and you would attach it in there. Okay. But that will be uh, a couple of minutes we'll get to that section. So now, I mean, a lot of people like to look at the design of it. It's quite a, a visual, it follows kind of a post-it note or like agile uh, processes. So people like to have a colorful background, look at colors, covers, labels, and stickers. Um, a sticker is just a simple kind of emoji, like a check mark or a smiley face. I don't personally use them, but they're there. Um, a label is actually like um, a title. So you could tag, like a tag, so you could tag them for your design work or your social work and you get a colored tag. Um, a cover is an image that you would use to actually design the card itself. And the background is for the entire board. So if I go through, um, to get the background, you can either select a photo from Unsplash or a solid cover. So if I go back to my board here, uh, you go to settings, hold on. One second. 
just moving it out of the way. So I've got change background here, and then you can select any photos that work for you. Personally, I think dark backgrounds normally work better. So if you have something that's really light, it can be harder to see, which depends on what you're more comfortable with. Um, but you can type in anything. So um, if it's something that you're a fan of or something, just make it a bit fun. You can find it all here under Unsplash. Or you can keep it simple and just pick a uh, color. So that color could relate to a stream of your business or just something that you'd associate. So green for health, purple for well-being, for example. And yeah, again, I go for dark, but it's really personal preference. And then you've got your covers. So a cover is for a card. Um, and then, so you would, on the actual card itself, you would select cover. And then you can use Unsplash again, or you can upload your own photo. So here I've taken a screenshot of the presentation and I've created that as a cover. So when I actually go, let me move this. When I um, go to the card itself, you can see these covers have been created. So this one I attached myself and this one, and the other three I just used Unsplash um, to give me some inspiration. So once you create the cover and you click on it, you have it at the top as well, just to give you a prompt for what it's about. This is more just so you can quickly and easily see the topic. So here I can see it's Gmail, and it's gonna be about emails. This is about writing. It's more of a, a visual cue just to speed up your workflow. Now you don't have to use them, it's just, again, add a bit of color to it. Labels is especially important, and uh, that's one of the maybe easy ways to tag and to group your work. So for me, for example, I do work with uh, partners, I do my own consultancy, and then I do the events. So I would have one for each of those. Um, in this example, I'm using more like admin. So you've got email, phone, Zoom, uh, research, media, and planning. You can edit these at any point by clicking on the pen and then just color code them the way you want. So if I go back here, if I, so you've got client file, for example. Um, if you then had to set up a Zoom, you just tag it with a Zoom. If you come back out, you've got this here and you can click on it to just show the color or, or the description itself. One second. Just come out. So that would enlarge everything and you can see straight away that it's a Zoom call. Um, and you can have a mixture of more than one. But that's something you can go in and yeah, make it work for you. Think about what's most important. And now this is, uh, Sarah, you mentioned the add to card. Uh, let me just move this window out of the way. Um, so again, these are the main things you can add to any card to kind of build it out. Normally you would start with a description and then activity. But here you can add a member. So if you wanted to share it with a colleague, the labels as I mentioned, which are uh, getting more and more important. You can create a checklist, like a, a to-do list within a card. Um, due date, that would actually set a reminder. And there's a, there's a calendar feature. So if you set a reminder, say, next week I'd like to send an email, it will show it to you in the calendar and it will also prompt you as well. So you, some people use this instead of their Google Calendar for their, um, for their tasks. And then again, you can attach any kind of file and the cover, as we mentioned. Um, I think starting out, you'd really want to focus on labels, checklist, and due date. And if you can use those three, I think that'll speed up your work as well. 
And then the second part underneath that was actions. So if I just go back quickly, if you click on any cards, you can see you've got additions for the cards and then below you've got actions to kind of manage the card here. So again, that's about moving it uh, between boards or between lists, copying it. So you might have your private list and then you have one that's shared. You might just wanna copy it across uh, to save deleting anything or risk losing it. Uh, you can also make a card a template. Uh, if you, so Claudette, if you created, um, I say a card for one of your clients and you wanted to use a similar one for a different client, you can just yeah. copy everything across and edit, just saves you doubling up on work. Um, if you watch it, then it gets featured in your uh, your home. So if you go to the home, the watch cards will be uh, be featured there, just so you can keep a close eye on them. Um, archive is to temporarily delete, just so it stays in the background. And share, that's quite an important point. Uh, again, when you want to collaborate, you can either share a link to the cards, print it, export it if you're a developer, embed it on your website, or have an, send an email out for the card as well. So with me, not, like normally just because I, you only have so much time in the day, I normally just grab this link and share the card directly with the client. So that'd be the, the first kind of go-to. And then as we mentioned, the attachments, um, again, you've got your, your general computer search, search within Trello, Google Drive, Dropbox, Box, OneDrive, or you can attach a link from anywhere on the internet. So for example, if you're doing a bit of research, if you're um, say event planning or planning for a workshop, and then you wanted to um, attach a number of links, one second. Once you've saved it, it should bring up a little preview. And then, hold on. You got there. So if you attach it just under activity, you just get the link. If you attach it via attachment, you get the preview and you can comment, remove and edit it. And it's just um, a way, again, storing information all within that one card. Another really helpful thing is to just a screenshot. So for example, if you just press print screen on your keyboard, when if you're working, if you've captured something you want to save for later, print screen, go back to that card and then press control V. And that will instantly just copy across uh, what you were looking at. That will create it as the cover and it will also give you the image as well. And it's really useful if you're, say if you find like a, a logo or a design element you want to keep um, just for like branding ideas or you find um, a social media post that you love, you can just copy it in two seconds and keep it in there. Again, that's just print screen and control V. And then, I don't know, do any of you work in a team? Do you have to like collaborate with other people or is it more for your, just for your own purpose? Mostly on my own. Occasionally I might collaborate with someone, but not regularly, I don't think. Okay. I mean, if you're, if you're just doing it as a one-off, I'd say stick with a share link. So again, you go back, click share and just copy that link. If you were, say if you had a whole project with someone, then you might want to go click on here and then click create team. So if, Sarah, if me and you were working on a training workshop, for example, 
you create that team and then you can invite people via email. And at any point you can always choose <clears throat> if the board is private, visible to the team or visible for the public. Generally it's always best to keep it private. Um, and if, if something is private, you can still share that link for a particular card. But you can see here, you've got create team and then you've also got invite. So you can invite someone else to look at the board by sharing a link. And am I right in thinking that anyone with that link could get in then? Uh, yeah, so if they pass that on, then anyone with that link could get in. You could, um, that's why it's generally better for private information to create a team, because the person would have to log in. But with just sharing the link, it would be to anyone on the internet, if that helps. Yeah, makes sense. And it, it actually says it, anyone with this link can join as a board member. Um, one really good helpful thing it's got, let me go, I think it's the next one, hopefully. So your activity. So if, if you did loads of work at the weekend, came back and you wanted to see your progress or if you want to see what someone else has done, you get a full timeline of everything that's changed on the entire board. So if I go up here, one second. And then you can actually click on each action and go back and edit it. So for example, I'm looking for speakers uh, for next Friday. If I wanted to just quickly get back to that, click on that, it'll bring up the card for you. And then you can start editing straight away. So you can do whatever you need to, just create a checklist, an example. Um, you can also copy across, I won't do that. And the great thing, um, once you've done it, you can always edit and mention someone else. Um, so even if tomorrow you go back and you realize you spelled it wrong or a different name, there's always the option to edit. And no, you don't actually normally have to save. So if you're adding a description, say test, if you click out, it will just save it automatically for you. Even though there is a save button, it's just clicking away will also save. And then the final bit just on lists is just if you want to edit, uh, edit a, a whole list itself. So um, the, the most useful one really out of these would be to sort. So if you were uh, prioritizing, you could click up here, click sort, and then do it by date order or by alphabetically. Uh, you might, for example, if you've got stuff from a few weeks ago, you might want to order it via oldest first, just to make sure that you're catching up with old work or just have a play and see what works for you. Uh, we're going into the kind of advanced bit. So has anyone got any questions on just generally the flow, how to edit and update these lists? Nope. I think what I'll do is just show you uh, one card from scratch uh, before, just so you get the hang of it. So this is just going to be um, a marketing guide. You type the title of the card. Sorry, that's the title of the list. Add a card, which will be Trello. Inside that, I'm going to give that a label, which will be planning. I'm going to set myself a due date for next Friday and set a reminder for one day before. Let me just save this. And then I'm going to attach, give me two, I'll have to, I'll do it a different way because I have to log in then to that one. 
So there you got your normal like uh, computer browser. You can have a look. So again, it's pulled up the cover using that image. You got the due date, the title. Um, you got your description, and then your activity. Again, if you, it's like a, a long-term project, that's when the activity will come into play. Um, let's just check again. You can, as I said, you can have more than one if it's for any particular reason. And we'll look at power-ups in a second. But I think that's everything for the basics of creating a card. So now this is looking at how to kind of like, once you've got all of this down and you're happy to go and create a card, there's a next step to get more out of it. Uh, they've got an inbuilt automation tool called Butler. Um, and that means you can create a button that will sit on all of your cards, all of your boards, and it'll do a, a, like a macro, like an action that you've set up. Um, it, whether it's you want to move it to the completed phase, or you want to move a card to another list, or sort by due date, etc. Just something to save you a bit of time. So I'm going to go in here. You've got Butler up at the top right hand corner. Click on your Butler. And there you can either create... Um, create a button for a card, a board, or for your calendar. So here we're gonna create a card button. Uh, I've got one here com um, to complete, I'll create a new one. So you can see here, um, let's do numbers. Yeah, so if you wanted to say assign it to someone or create, you can see here all the different options that you've got. And then you just fill out the title and then you can say, there we go. Great, so it's like a, a macro you can set up. So every time I'd click on that, it would move it to a new list and I can share that list with my client. So if I save that now, and then I'm just gonna go back in. So once you open it, you've actually got this, this button here, complete action. And then that, that's how you would create the macro. So again, And you can see it here, obviously, just, yeah. So you've got your rules and you can get some templates and tips on here as well. So if you're not sure what to do, just go back. Uh, you've got kind of examples of what's been done in the past, just to give you like a little prompt. And then, yeah, so shortcut. I don't know if any of you are happy using like control, control C, control V, and you're happy to use shortcuts. Um, so anywhere on your computer, if you're like on a browser or on anything at all, you can press control, alt, and T together to open Trello, and then control, alt, and space to create a card. So if I now go back, um, I'm doing the presentation. Control, alt, and T will just bring up Trello straight away. And then control alt and space, if I go back, control alt and space will give you this quick view for a card. So you can just type in the title, the description, 
pick the board that you want and then pick the list that you want. Theo, do you have any idea whether those shortcuts work on a Mac? Uh, you cut out, but I think you, I'm assuming you said Mac. Is that right? Yeah, if the shortcuts work on a Mac. Yeah, so it's the same. So it's Command, Alt, and the letter. So when it's going from Windows to Mac, you'd always swap the control for the Command button. Um, and there's another nice one I like to use, which is a Chrome extension. So if any of you uh, use a lot of Google Chrome, let me just come out of this quickly. Um, one second, I'm gonna have to escape. So now you can see up here, there's a, a, an extension built into Chrome. So whatever page you're on, let me just go to Wikipedia, for example. And then find something that you want to save, click on the Trello board, and then just again, you could just create the title, the short description, and it's done. And that just means that you won't, again, it's just about saving time, about having everything in one place. So whether you use the shortcuts or the Chrome extension, um, it should hopefully speed up your note taking. There you go, that's done. So now if I go back to Bite Size Marketing to sort, that should hopefully be in there. Let's have a little look. So you've got it down, it's already created for you down here. And then you can go in and update, add images, everything else that you want. Uh, let's go back. Uh, you've got obviously email to boards. Um, so that's just in your general settings. You can um, when, like, send an email and it'll create that, that card for you. You'll get your own unique link and then you can select where it goes to. Again, it, it is actually worth uh, picking the board and picking the list. It'll make, help you in the future. Uh, I don't know if any of you have used IFTT or Zapier. Again, these aren't necessary. These are just taking it to the next, the next stage. Um, are any, any of you comfortable using IFTT? I've never no. heard of it. <laughs> okay. So that's, um, how can I put it? Very, very simple, basic automation. So if you wanted one action to do another action, then you would create something called an IFTT. So here you can see, uh, one second, quickly add a new card to the board. You can talk to your phone and it will create a, like a new card for you, for example, if you like doing voice search. Or uh, whenever you add the card to a list, it will create you a new uh, to-do list. Or it can, it can sync with other apps. So if, for example, if you add a new uh, client to your CRM, to your HubSpot or whatever your CRM is, it can create a new card for you. Um, it's a free bit of software. Let me just go, I'll just show it to you very quickly. That's a really simple to use kind of drag and drop piece of software. Let me just see if it will let me sign in easily. I'll go here, just an example. And they have something called a rest. Each of these is called a recipe and it's saying if this, then that. So if, if a happens, B will also happen. And um, I do a lot of this basic automation to save admin work. So if it's, 
storing someone's details or creating um, like a, a structure for a new event. You can automate everything to save you having to do the manual work. And there's another one which is quite, quite similar, which is called Zapier. But to be honest, Zapier is kind of one level up. So maybe try IFTT. If you like that, then you can do more advanced stuff using Zapier. So it's again, you click and act, you have a trigger. When that trigger happens, something else happens. It's like a knock-on effect. Excuse my technological ignorance. Is it basically allowing apps to talk to each other to sync information? Yeah, so you could sync your Google Drive with Trello and they will talk to each other. And whenever one action happens, it will do another action on Trello. So they, they, they communicate with each other and it, will, it just saves you having to copy and paste or uh, do the same action twice. Thank um, you. There's a, there's a lot of tutorials on YouTube. If you do want to use that, there's thousands of videos on YouTube to actually uh, speed up your work in. So if you, if you end up doing a lot of admin, it's really worth the time to have a look at it. Uh, then you've got power up. So basically you, with a free account, you get one power up. Um, and these just help you to uh, get more out of Trello. Um, there's two that I really love. There's custom fields and calendar. So if basically, if all of your work is calendar based and you're thinking about deadlines, then I would stick to the calendar option. If you do a lot of uh, bespoke work, if you need to add in phone numbers and social logins and, and extra kind of bits of information, then I would choose custom fields. Uh, let me just go back. So here, if I go to my main board, I've actually installed the calendar one. So if you click on calendar, you have like a day by day view of all of your tasks. And then you can grab them and you can actually move them across. Um, so again, it works kind of like Google Calendar. Um, and this is a nice way to kind of shuffle around your projects. If you're busy on one day for a phone call, you can move it across. Um, but I would either pick this or pick your Google Calendar to organize your day. I wouldn't use both. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite. Let's go back to power ups. So I'm just gonna go back to the menu. So you can see if you go to your menu, you go to power ups, then you only get one with the free version. So I'd have to disable the calendar, go to custom fields, add that custom fields in. So now if I go back to my board, uh, the calendar's gone for now, but similar to if you're doing any web design and you want custom fields, you can do that here. So you can create, uh, add a new field. So you can have a checkbox, a date, a drop down, a phone number, or a piece of text. So if you wanted to have, um, something else apart from activity and due date, some, some other kind of feature. Uh, for example, like, um, I don't know, say confirm booking and then have a yes or no feature. You can also color code them as well. Again, just make it nice and visual, make it easy to use. So you got, I'm going to actually make yes green and no red. There you go. So when you're, so if you're working with a client and you want to just select if they booked onto a workshop, you can easily have it there. So if you pop out, you can, it, the custom field actually shows in the main list. 
Um, so if you're looking at, say, attendees or registrations, that's a nice, easy way to see if they booked on. And again, um, there's a lot more you can do with that. And there's a lot of YouTube to go through it as well. Uh, let me just close this. Um, if you did want to look at other power-ups, hold on. So if, if the calendar and the custom fields don't really work for you, um, there's hundreds of others, to be honest. You can just search for and find the one that works for your business. Um, your automation ones here. Let's see what else might be relevant. Uh, you can sync it with Twitter, with your um, your CRM. So if it's Salesforce or Zoho, uh, Freshdesk. Uh, it can work with Google Analytics. Um, let's see what else. Do any of you use any like tracking software at all or like email marketing? Nope, you're like luckier than me then. Uh, but yeah, as you can see, if you wanted to, you can just link it up with MailChimp. Um, but yeah, I can do another, or can do another, um, and a mini session on power ups at some point if you want it. But here you've got Google Drive, Google Hangouts, etc. Just have a look and have a play with it. So if I linked it to my Google Drives, mm -hmm. I could open Google Drives from within Trello and bring stuff across. Is that how it works? Well, you can do, if you just wanted to bring stuff across, you can do that anyway in the attachment. So you would go into the card, click attach. Here you would sync your Google Drive. Um, yeah, it should be fine. Um, if you give me a second. I haven't actually done this on mine yet. I'm going to have to jump off. Great to meet you all. Yeah, no worries. Um, I'll send you an email with the highlights if you want it. Zareen, if there's anything you miss, and I'll catch up with you soon. Bye. Bye. Take care. Uh, just, I'm just going to go into this now one second. So once you've synced it up, you can just select the files, and the files will appear here in attachments. And we should move that across for you. It's just taking a moment. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't bother with custom fields for that. I'd do that simply in um, the attachments. And then as we said, the calendar, which we've gone through, just moving around due dates, um, any kind of like meetings, uh, any admin that you've got to do. And that's it, basically. That's the overview of like the basics of Trello. Thank you, Sia. That's really interesting. It looks like the kind of thing that you have to kind of play around with a bit um, to find your way. Can I just ask if, so what I'm thinking, if I get an email, which has got a task in it that I can't do at this time, but I want to do at some point, mm -hmm. I can email or I can send that email to Trello. So yeah, that's so on one can, of my boards. Uh, let me just find that for you. Email to board settings. So you would just save this in your email. So send yourself an email with this. And then whenever you get like an email you want to do with later, you send that email to this address. And that'll create a card for you. Does that make sense? So you would put that in the to field yeah, this, of this your emails. And the person it was you're sending it to. Um, so yeah, if I, um, if I, got a task and I was just out and about, I just email myself that task 
and that will create me a card. Um, again, just make sure you pick the right board and the right position. So I, I think everything should really sit in to sort. Um, and that's quite a nice way of doing it is like to sort, to organize, to do in progress complete is kind of the standard way of organizing your boards using these four here. Um, does anyone want to have a quick, if you, one of you wants to install it, I can quickly just show you the setup or if you have any other questions. Um, I'm going to try to install it if you've got a few minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll just have a quick look through. Maybe I'll talk with Sarah for a second while you're um, setting it up. Yeah, I very quickly set it up. It took like two seconds just to sign in with Google. Hmm. But because um, I've got a shoot just before three, I'll let Claudette go through on hers. But All right, cool. But yeah, I mean, again, I'd say start small. I mean, obviously I've been using it a year and a half now, so it kind of becomes a bit easier. Like I've created boards, uh, for example, uh, for these power hours, I created one just for like content ideas. Um, I've kept this one really clean, but I've used each vertical as like a topic. And it's just a way just kind of to, to organize your brain if you've got a million things going on it's a nice way of just collecting the information and coming back to it uh let me have a quick look at the other one or for example resources so um it's just like uh these can be more brain dumps and then have one kind of core one which is your your day-to-day -day. so i try and keep your your main kind of uh company one very clean and don't keep any crap in there and use other boards just to store just general information. Claudette, did you manage to sign on? Yes, it's downloading. My, my, I don't know, my, I think my Wi-Fi is a bit slowly. But I think I can do it, then I just sign up, sign in, and uh, that's it, yeah? Yeah, so if you sign in, uh, I can probably, hold on one second. Because uh, there's a web version as well. So if you don't have the app for any reason, you can just go to the website. Mm -hmm. um, and then what you would see is just create a new board. It, it will give you a template one and then it will say create a new board. So you click on that. You pick like a basic background just to get started. Uh, let's do deck clients, for example. Uh, again, you have the option for a template or you can just do it yourself. Um, okay. Can you group boards together? So I'm thinking, for example, I would want different boards for different social media like YouTube, Instagram, but then it'd be quite nice to have them in a social media folder. Yeah, so if you go, uh, let me just go back to the home. One second. The best way to do that is star boards. So if you have, say, four or five for a particular topic, you would star them and it all come up in one um, in one strip. So you might have social media and a list of all of them here. Uh, but you couldn't have two groups of stars. You'd only have one selection of star boards. I see. Uh, you can also, again, you can watch cards. So if um, there's something that's particularly important, let me just go into this, for example. If there's something that you that you uh, want to focus on, you watch it by uh, going here on the watch feature, go back to your home, 
And then where has it gone? You've got it down here. So I'll actually um, feature it in your, your like newsfeed as it were. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't use that one too often myself, but it depends on yeah how active you want to be with it. I'd say start off small, just do one board, maybe one or two lists, and then just kind of build on it slowly over time. But I the one thing that you definitely want to do is use labels. So if you use the labels, the description, and the title, that would be kind of your bare minimum. And then, and then maybe due date. And as you go on, just kind of pad it out with whatever you need to. And are those labels Trello's default labels, or did you create those labels for yourself? No, for uh, for every board, they're completely customizable. So you click on the board. These had nothing before. You click on the pen, and you give it the title. So this would be, and then you pick the color. Save, and you can have I think up to ten. Let me just check. You can have 10 labels in, in each board. Um, but yeah, that's, it's kind of, it just reminds me of when, when you're at uni and you're trying to kind of color code uh, resources. But I, I find it really useful to be honest. Great Theo, that's very helpful. I'm looking forward to playing around with that later, but I'm gonna shoot now. Yeah, no worries. Um, Have a nice afternoon. Thank nice you very much for a Bye. very interesting um, hour. And <laughs> nice to see you again, Claudette. Nice to see you too. Bye. See you later. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.